Shalom Rach, welcome everyone. Bez Hashem, continue Mishmarin Simin Kuf Chav Ches Sif Beis Shem Two Hundred Eighty Eight. Simin Kuf Chav Ches Sif Beis. We'll be discussing over here. So let's begin with some questions. We know there's a mitzvah deraisa, or someone's a smachda. There's a mitzvah nonetheless for the kahanim to go duchin to give the bracha of beches kahanim. Question is, what happens if there's tumma? If there's impurity, there's a mace. Do we say that there's a mace in the room? Do we say that the kain could, could and should still give the bracha? Or we say no, he has to go out of the room because he's a kain, so he can't be in the room where the, where the mace is. Mm-hmm. Then we'll also be discussing here in Siv Beis the importance that the coin should go up to Duchen, and if he does not go up to Duchen when he's when he's supposed to, he can transgress the Isser of not going to Duchen. Says the Mecharis of Beis, Any coin that does not have one of the reasons that would prevent him from going to fulfill the mitzvah, which we'll be learning later on in Mitzvah Shem, what those Dvarim Ha'akvim are, if he does not go dochin, even though he he is mevatel one mitzvah essay of koyisavaruchu, he transgresses one pas commandment that says go savaruchu, give them a bracha. it's as if he transgresses bisholosh essay, like three pas commandments, and we'll see in the mishru what that means. So if a person does not go, a coin does not go duchin when he's supposed to, it's as if he transgresses three mitzvahs. This is talking about a case where he is in the shul when they call the kohanim to go duchin. Or two other scenarios if they tell him specifically to go up to duchin or when the levy washes his hands, that's also like a simon to go up and duchin as well. And if he refuses, does not, that's when he transgresses. Says the Mishra Sif Kotin Zayin <coughs> on the previous page. Any coin that does not have the Dvarim Akvim, because we'll learn later on, says the Mishra in, in, in this simon, there are many things that are ma'akiv that prevent a coin to go up from going up to duchin. Some of these categories of called blemishes, if you will, or things that prevent a coin are a deraisa category, and some are a derabonin category. So a person, a kain that does not go up, will transgress a mitzvah's achas of koyisavaruchu. But it's as if it's interesting. Lashon Mechaber says it's over It's as if he transgresses three mitzvahs. Vahu koyisavaruchu amor lahem v'samu eshmi. Three different psukim that talk about the importance of the kain going up to give the bracha. However, the main, the main mitzvah, the main pasuk is koyse that they should go give the bracha.
And that's what's said in the Lashon Siva is a mitzvah for the bracha. Kosva poison, the Nesiyas Kapayim ein doichil isetum. Now we have a scenario like this. Person is nifter. Loyalainu, person is nifter. The coins here. So in halacha, we all know that it, it, we discuss the level of priority, of, of stringency, which comes first. So what do we say? Do we say, well, you have a mitzvah essay to do over here, a positive mitzvah, so let the coin go dochen. Or do we say, no, you have a loisa say that says that, no, there's, there's, there's impurity, the coin has to get out of the room. So it's not just one loisa say. Take a look over here. So he says here that if there's an, a mace, the coin has to go out and not dochen. So the question is, why does the mace and this never should have come to a lamais of the Gashayla, why does the mace take priority over the bracha of the koyin? So the reason is, is because there's a there's a there's an essay and a loisase. You have a positive and negative mitzvah when it comes to the koyin not becoming tame. One is lenefesh loyitama, to a nefesh, he should not become tamei. Loi, loi, the tamei is the lois asei. And kedoshim yiyu is the asei, is the positive. So, for the koi not to become tamei, he has two mitzvahs. A positive mitzvah and a negative mitzvah. In regards to the koi making the bracha, it's one mitzvah, asei, a positive. Koi sevorchu. So that's why he cannot give the bracha in that scenario. L'chein, afil ameis pisoim, ach ha-shekvar oma shnei and therefore, even if a person passes away right there, even after the Koyhanim were called to go give the bracha, so that's when, this is a very important line over here, that we're going to see this is a very important line. The mitzvah is when you're in the time frame of the Zman of the mitzvah. In other words, right now, if someone says, to Avram Gedalia Hakoyin. Okay, uh, do me a favor. Give me a bracha. I'll, I'll bring in uh, ten Jews together in Dubechas Kahan. Be like, I'm sorry, you know, I, that's, that's, I can't do that now. <coughs> well, no, no, make the bracha. We're not Svardim, and we're not in Eretz Israel. You can't do that. So he's not transgressing a law. He's not transgressing an essay, rather, a positive mitzvah of not giving the bracha. Right. It's not the time. But when it's the time, when, so when the question is, when is that time? So during Shmon Esrei, by Chazor Sashatz, when they introduced the Kohanim by Ritzei, Koyhanim, to go up, and by Ritzei, and then the Kohen does not, that's when he transgresses. But before that, or after that, other times, it's, it's no mitzvah. So he's saying that even during that time period, when the Kohen, was already called up, but if there's a mace, he has to leave. Afidoach Yitzrich Lot says, take if he has to leave right away, Achutza out of the shul, out of the room. And if the coin doesn't know about it, so you keep it to yourself, or do you tell him? You have to tell him. Mihu, however, im If the tumma is in the house, the bias has samach lebeisakinesis. House could also mean room, which we've seen numerous times. If it's in a room near a shul, 
Like, for example, right, right here, we have this room, and there's a door here, there's a window that doesn't open there. Okay, but let's say the window did open. And it's possible to close the doors or the windows that the mace is in, and next to the mace is where the coin would do it. In that case, even if the coin knows about it, he knows that there's a mace next door, but in the case where you close the windows and the doors, he does not have to leave until he finishes Nesiyah's Kapayim, the brachas of the Kahan. Why? So why, why is that? And the answer is, the Nesiyah's Kapayim, Dvar Torah. So Nesiyah's Kapayim, and I said earlier, Asmachta, I was referring to something else. Nesiyah's Kapayim is the Raisa. The bracha that kind of gives it the Raisa. But this type of impurity, when their windows and doors are closed, and holding the, the impurity from coming out, <coughs> That is only an impurity of the Rabbanan. Take a look at the Deir Shunan number 13, more on that topic. So therefore the Deraisa overpowers the Rabbanan. However, if the Koyin is, is, is made aware, the Koyin is made aware of the the fact that there is a Tumad Rabbanan next door to him before he goes up to Dochen. So in that case, the Mishmur says, better he does not go up to Dochen. Okay? So let's just review what we learned over here. Number one, we learned that unless a Kayin has a halachic reason why he's not allowed to Dochen, if he does not go up to Dochen, He's mevatel one may mitzvah and three in total. Then we said that we're discussing a case of tumah impurity in the room. There's an es in the loisase. There's a positive and a negative mitzvah. The negative is lunefesh loitama, and the positive kedoshim yu. As opposed to Kaisavarhu, so the two mitzvahs overpower the one mitzvah deraisa, and that's why if there's a mace in the room, he should leave and he should not do it. However, if it's a tumad rabbanon where it's next door and they could close the windows and the doors, then he could still, should still do it unless he finds out about it beforehand. Now continue with Sivkot and Tess. So we're saying that is the introduction. For the Kahanim to do the mitzvah of Bechaz because if he's not called up to Duchin, then he does not transgress the mitzvah of not going to give the Rachel. The Pasuk says, Amor Lahem. Say to them, when you will tell them. This is the Kriyas Kahanim. That's why you'll, you'll notice and remind yourself of just a few days ago where you heard someone. Loudly say, Koyanim, right? Yeah. Right? And, and what is that? That's the call to give the bracha. And then, then you have the chazan say, and the kahanim give the bracha. Right? For, for, before that, first they make the bracha itself. And then they, they, they say the words of the psukim. But I come on, take a look later on, Sifkat and Yod. Because of Magin Avram, Vidavko Shaoka Ragla Bavoido. 
It's only if the Koyen, excuse me, yeah, the only if the Koyen took his feet to go up to the to the Duchin by avoid the meaning by by Ritzay, right? But if he didn't take his feet apart, he's not allowed to go to Duchin. And if I can bring your attention and ask you to turn the page, if you don't have it, don't worry about it on the computer, two more pages to Sivches, because that's what he's talking about. If you, if you take a look two pages down at Sivches in the Shulchan Aruch, in the Mechaber, on the top of the page where he says, when the Chazan starts to say Ritzei, Kol Koyin Every Koyin that's in the Shul. Now this is already after they wash their hands. Right after Kedusha, they go out and they wash their hands. They already untie the shoelaces if they have shoelaces. Then they go back to their seats. Now, when the Chazan says Ritzei, Kol Koyin he leaves his place where he's davening and he goes up to to Duchen. And even if he didn't get to the Bima, the, to, to the Duchen, until the Chazan finished with say, it's still okay. This is what he came here for. But if he didn't go, it wasn't Okaraglov, he didn't leave his place where he was davening, by Ritzei, he cannot go Duchen. So that we'll see more in Shem and Sivches. And that's what he's talking about over here. Back inside, Avalim Loyok Raglov, Eno Shailalos, Kid Lukamon Sivches. Vavde Hachazan Koro Koyhanim, Oisha Omer Loy Beferish Lalois, Eno Over Beasi. And even if, excuse me, the Koyhanim, the Chazan calls Koyhanim, or he was explicitly told to go, if he didn't leave his place, he does not transgress the Isser of not going to give the Bracha. However, there are dissenting opinions <coughs> that it could be even if he was not Okaraglov once he was called to go up. Yeah, we're back. We're back in the Mishpurans already in Sivkot and Test. In other words, if the Koyen, if the Koyen, we're saying over here, <clears throat> does not go up, some will say that the Boifin Zem Chuyvlalois, he still has to go up. Therefore, if he leaves the Shul before the, the Ritzei and before, before the Koyhanim or announcement, then he will not transgress. Nonetheless, Yesh is Kain, he should leave if he's not going to Dochen. Mishum, Shelo Yoimro Lav Shupagum. Dimiyoda Shelo Yoka Raglov Ktsasba Avoida. Another reason why, if the Koyin's not going to go give the Brachas, he should leave the Shul beforehand. Why? Because a person says, Isn't he a Koyin? It's nice and miscat. Last I checked, he was Dochening yesterday. Why is, why is he not Dochening today? Oh! <coughs> It must be his pogum. It must be there's, there's a pogum over here. Maybe he's got a blemish or something. Or, or maybe they found out something about his family. In order to avoid all of this, yes. he should leave beforehand. Because they don't know if he was Okaraglev, if he moved his feet apart, that he should now go up to Dukhar or not. So that's what the Mishnah was talking about over here. Now, generally speaking, 
if if a person is obviously a koyin and it's time to dochin, he should go dochin. We're talking about a case if for whatever reason he's not going to, he should not put himself in a situation where everyone's going to dochin and he's staying behind. Even if, according to some place, he will not transgress the Isidoraisa because he was not Okaraglif, he did not take his feet apart, then therefore he would not be transgressing this Isser. But people will still say about him that he's a Pogum, <coughs> that he's blemished. Siv Yud. Oim Yermuloid Mechaber told us another situation, not just if they say Kaihanim, but if they tell him explicitly to go up or to go wash his hands, then. He would have to go up to Dochin. This is also talking about a case where he is actually in the shul, not when they told him when he's out of the shul to go Dochin. But he's in the shul and they say go Dochin. So now he's in the category of the responsibility that if he doesn't, he transgresses. So the Mechaber is telling us that three different possibilities. Either there's a general call, Koyhanim, okay, there's a general call for all the Kahanim, or there's a specific call. That they tell him to go up and dochin, or if he's washing his hands, the humeram is gamkein, and the levi is like hinting to him. Of course, he go wash, go go dochin now. But the humeram is gamkein al berches kehanim kulum michlal amor lehem. They all fall. All these different possibilities fall into the category of the pasuk that says amor lehem. Go tell them. And the person will transgress the Mitzvah Daraisa of Kaisavaruchu if he does not go and give the Berchas Kohanim. This is all talking in accordance with the Magin of Ram, like you said above. That he took his feet apart. Take a look at Berlacha that we discussed. The divrei mechaber koilul gamkein. The words of mechaber is also including the scenario. Dim sheomru loy bebeisek nesis. That they told him in the shul koidim shegomer berchas ritzei before they finish the brach of ritzei. Do he ozbi yichol to lakor raglo v'leirotsa do aver beetsa do kuliyam la'ain shamoid ma'ashikasachna. So he says before the chazan finishes the brach of ritzei, the koyin has to go up, and if someone tells him no, no. He sees him, let's say, spacing out, or he sees him just not going. And before the chazan finishes with say, and if he doesn't go, that that's that's when he's going to be transgressing, according to the Magen Avraham. That's what Mishmur tells us over here. You can see from this is mashma. Let's see a koyin has a very long davening, very long shmonesrei. He says still davening shmonesrei, so it seems like he's not going to transgress anything because he he he, he missed out on the opportunity to give the brachas. But he didn't transgress because he was never Akaraglov. Yeah, okay, well, I'm not saying he did the right thing or not. But the question is, did he transgress? I'm not saying he did the right thing by not giving the brachas, but the question is, did he transgress? Let's say, let's say you're davening a 25-minute Shemona Esrei on Yontif, right? Did you transgress? You didn't transgress. Why? Because you weren't in the parasha, when I say you on the recording, referring to our resident client over here right now. So... You weren't in the category of uprooting your feet 
at the time of Ritzei to go give the bracha. That's what we're learning over here. Okay, we now continue with Sev Gimel. The question here in Sev Gimel is as follows. <coughs> Let's see that an early minion. Okay, and by Svartim, by the way, they do it every day. Right. So it's not just Nerit Israel. So let's say you do it, you're already diving at Nates. And then you're, you're learning afterwards, another meaning comes along. And then you, you, you uh, hear this Ritzay, and you're a coin. Do you have to go up now another time? Right? So let's see what the Mechavah says. Im pam achas shuv if a person, the koyin, when I say a person, the koyin did the mitzvah once in that day, then shuv then he does not transgress if there's another opportunity to do berchus kohanim. Even another scenario like this, you have to say you have to koysel, you have to koysel. So you finish davening, and then every few minutes you stay. You want to learn here. You want to learn for an hour, and every few minutes. There's another another meaning going on with uh, with kohanim, right? So it's, it's another situation where he does not transgress because he only had to do it once. Siv katan your alif shuv and oiver haynu isrami late sibura achrin. If you find a different meaning, v'hatam the reason why he does not transgress kaven shikavar kiyem mitzvah zubi yom zeh lo yichiyav to a toyer yoiser. Since he already fulfilled the mitzvah, the mitzvah of the of of uh, the Torah on that day. He's not obligated anymore for that day. Now, what happens if he does want to go a second time? What happens if he wants to go a second time? Do you make a new bracha? Right? So he says, yes, you do. You can't say he had a mind the second time. He's doing a mitzvah now. I feel the boy said basic nesh And even if he's in that same shul that he was already nice of, he still has to make a new bracha. So that was the Allah here in Sev Gimel about if the Kayin duchin already once, he, he does not have to duchin the second time. If he does, he has to make a new bracha. We now continue with Sev Dal. Mechaber says in Sev Dalit. If the Kayin doesn't want to go up to Duchen, why, why would the Kayin not want to go up to Duchen? Why would he not want to go? So we're going to see in the let's say he's very weak. Let's say he's not feeling well. He's, he's not contagious, don't worry. Okay. <laughs> but but he's, he's, he's not feeling well. So he came to Shul, he came to Davin, <clears throat> but it's not void. The word literally means avoid. It's, it's a job. It's a, you have to keep your hands up like this the whole time with the brachas. It's not it's not easy. It's not easy. Speak to your kahanim and try it yourself without, without making a bracha. So what he should do is says the mechaber when the kohen doesn't want to go up to duchin he should only he only has to stay outside of the shul only the time when the Chazan says the word Kayhanim, which is the introduction now, Kaysavarhu of doing the Brach of Bechas Kayhanim. Ava Kedeshlo Yaimru Shahim Pgumim, Nagushloid Likanes, the basic Nessus, Ashi Igmuru, Bechas Kayhanim. In other words, he could technically come back in the shul after the proclamation, the, the, the declaration of Kayhanim, right? But in order that people won't say that he's a Pogum, that's why he wasn't doing Bechas Kayhanim, it's maybe I had to go to the bathroom. 
right? Kain, Kain's a human being. Let's say he has a need to go to the basic Yisai. So he got to go to the basic Yisai. If he can't hold, hold himself back, right? So he can't do Bechaz Kohanim. But stay out of the shul and don't come back. <clears throat> don't come back until, it's a, that's the Eitzah here, which is the Halacha, that's the Eitzah that shouldn't come back until after Bechaz Kohanim. Says the Mishra Sif Kotin Yud Beis, as we said, he's weak, or another scenario like this. That a coin is going to leave, that's going to leave, he should leave before they start with say. And the reason is, and the reason is so that they shouldn't say that he's a pogum. When they didn't go up by Ritzay, <coughs> so to the Levim that poured the water, <coughs> now the Levim knew, I just poured the water on his hand. Why is he not going up? What's he doing? What's going on? So that's why they should leave beforehand. The Paiskim say that if a coin is a psul, even if it's a psul derabbanon or a binik psul, he does not have to leave the shul when the chazan calls up koyhanim. Why? Because he's not including and he's not intending for the psulim to go up. He's not intending for the psalm. He's not referring to them. Furthermore, even if he's explicitly instructed to go up, or if you have a shul of only psalm, you have a shul of only kohanim psalm. That you obviously will have to say that the chazan, when he says kohanim, he's referring to the psalm in the shul. Nonetheless, nonetheless, they still don't have to go up and they don't transgress the assay. Because they're not, <coughs> they're, they're not included in this. And bottom line is that the when the kohanim are being called, but they're psulim, even if they're only the ones in shul, they're not they're not being called up really to go give the brach. We call mokim. Eliyabah wants to say that if the only people kohanim in the shul are possible with the rabbanon, it's better better for that they do leave before. <coughs> Before uh, Ritzay, let's finish here the the Sif Sif Kotin Gimel, uh, where he says here, The case was that the Kayin the Kayin don't want a Duchin because let's say they're too weak, so they only have to go out when the before the Kayin before the Chazan calls Kayhanim, but Zolayim of Mimela Ein Chalaleim Shum. And then there would be no chiyuv for them, even if they come in afterwards, 
but we did say in the Mechaber, the meaning was that they won't come into the shul until Bechaz Khan is finished. Sif Khan Yudalid, it's best that they stay out the whole time, so they shouldn't be uh, thought about as Pugumim. What is a Pugum? A example here he gives here is Bnei Grusha, Bnei Chulutso, is a situation where the, 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 the child is the son of a Grusha Chulutso, which basically is another way of saying he is a Cholol. And you don't want a, a Cholol has no status of a Kain anymore, and not only for him, but for Dari Dari's forever and ever. And therefore you want to avoid that, so therefore you should stay out, the Kain should stay out during Bechus Kahanim. Okay, we'll stop here, pick up Mitzvah Shem from Sifhei <coughs> about not going up to Duchin with shoes on. This last